0: You are listening to the pharmacy podcast network this is pharmacy crossroads with your host community pharmacy business veteran the road trip goth bruce neeland community pharmacy is at a crossroads pharmacy owners across the country are evolving their pharmacy businesses and making a bigger impact on their communities Bruce talks with the most innovative community pharmacy owners, pharmacy industry experts, and people who are passionate about the business of pharmacy and its impact on community healthcare. Pharmacy Crossroads is a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network.
1: And now, here's our host, Bruce Neeland. Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of Pharmacy Crossroads, where our mission is to provide independent pharmacists with the information they need to be able to do more and be better. My name is Bruce Negland and I'm your host, and it's my pleasure to have two remarkable guests on the show today. The topic of discussion is how and why pharmacies should get serious about being in the nutritional supplement business. So on the line with me today is Dennis Song, Dennis is a remarkable pharmacist and the owner of Flower Mound Pharmacy in Flower Mound, Texas. And then also he is being joined by Mike Ewers, CEO of Medella Springs Health. They are a manufacturer of high quality nutritional supplement products. So first of all, Dennis, tell us just a little bit about yourself and your pharmacy.
2: Well, thanks, Bruce. Thanks for having me. Um, I own Flower Mound Pharmacy, and uh, we've been around for about 24 years. We are just north of the Dallas-Fort Worth Airport in the in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex in Texas. Um, and I went to school at the University of Texas at Austin. And, you know, I've always wanted to be a pharmacist. Uh, I'm kind of the weird ones that ever since the fifth grade, I wanted to be a pharmacist. But I didn't realize... And uh, for different reasons, I wanted to be a pharmacist. I wanted to, you know, I was really interested in how drugs worked and how they worked in the body. But then I became more—I don't want to say of a holistic pharmacist—but I saw. I worked in the in a grocery store, Tom Thumb. Uh, it's a local grocery store chain here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, for about 15, 16 years, and I and I saw a big disconnect of what people bought. Uh, and ate and the med- and the medications they took. So that's what got me interested um, in in opening an herbal or a, a a pharmacy that 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 focuses on supplements.
1: Well great. So Mike, now it's your turn. Who are you and where did you come from and how did you happen to start this remarkable new company?
0: Hi, Bruce. Well thanks for having us on today. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Medella Springs Healthcare. I've been in the pharmaceutical and healthcare space for the last about 20, 21 years. And I've really had a tale of two different careers. Early on in my career, I was in corporate America. Uh, I was an executive at Procter & Gamble, uh, first in their pharmaceutical division. And when that business unit was divested, I moved over to their personal healthcare brands, Uh, but was always an entrepreneur at heart. And while I got a lot of really good experience at uh, P&G, it prepared me for that next chapter of my life, which was to go out on my own and start my own company. And really what gave me the confidence to do that was taking a look at the healthcare industry and what trends were taking place at the time. And what began to happen was this rise in healthcare consumerism, where consumers were taking a much more active role in their healthcare, and probably more so than ever before, healthcare professionals looking for alternatives to traditionally RX-driven categories. So um, as I looked at that, those trends taking place. I also saw a deficiency in high quality supplements that could really fit the need as these changes in healthcare were occurring. So that's really what we set out to do. That was our objective, was to professionally formulate pharmaceutical grade supplements that were grounded in science and validated through human trials. So um, you know, that's, that's what we do on a daily basis and, and we're certainly proud of it. Uh, a little bit about me personally, um, I live in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm an average sports fan. I collect sports memorabilia. I have over 3,000 pieces of autographed sports memorabilia, much to my wife's displeasure. Um, And I also have two young boys that have now adopted the hobby as well. So she's really unhappy about that, but (laughs) we have fun nonetheless. But thank you again for having us today, Bruce.
1: Well, and what a great way to bond with your sons. So Dennis, back to you. Um, High quality nutritional supplements. Uh, You've been interested in nutrition for 20, 25 years, you say you yeah, you you've done a remarkable job but what do we mean when we say high quality nutritional supplements
2: okay well thanks bruce um you know when i opened up um i i wanted to open up a pharmacy actually actually that's not the truth i, I never really wanted to be an in, independent pharmacist that's something that's uh, a lot of people don't know about me is that i was happy with the chain and just the opportunity opened itself an uh, uh, independent um sold to another big chain and they kind of left everything as a shell. And so he kept on getting uh, hounding me and, and, and pressuring me and saying, hey, you know, you'd be a great uh, independent owner. But I realized that um, we were right in the middle of a very densely um, populated and dense uh, as far as pharmacies and uh, in, in the, the, we're in a suburb of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. And within a five-mile radius, there's about 20-25 pharmacies that, that you have to drive by, and there's about five just to get to mine. So I knew I had to have a niche. So I was thinking, once he talked me into becoming the owner and taking over his practice, I thought, well, what could I do? Uh, compounding is a niche. But you know, health food. You know, the health foods and the supplements. Um, the health food industry has always gotten a bad rap because we think of things like Mao Wong and and, and uh, you know adulterated products. So I, I looked at the high quality nutritional supplements, and, and there's a class unto themselves. They're almost like a hybrid between a pharmaceutical because of the quality control and quality assurance, and quality measures they take when manufacturing. And, an, and a dietary supplement—they're less of a. And so I kind of great—they're called nutraceuticals. So I kind of look at them, the in between a pharmaceutical and an herbal supplement. And I focused in on just certain manufacturers. Um, I had a mentor; she was actually an ophthalmologist, and she she taught me a lot of the supplement industry. She was an MD, but but she really was is more into the health and prevention. And, and she was one of the, my main mentors that uh, showed me that and, and introduced me to a lot of these nutraceutical, these high quality pharma, uh, pharmaceutical supplement products. And let's call it that. So the nutraceuticals. So I wanted to find something that wasn't found in the grocery stores or health food stores. And that's that's how I, I kind of ended up with products like Medela Springs.
1: Well, and then uh, uh, Mike, this is your cue. He mentions clinical studies and and those kinds of things. Uh, that seems to me to be one of your hot buttons. What, what what do you do with that? How do you how do how does that happen? What does a clinical study look like for a nutraceutical?
0: So there's two types of clinical studies uh, that that we operate within: a clinical study and a a functional study. Uh, Typically, the way that that each one works is a clinical trial will be reviewed by an IRB or an internal review board, and they'll set the parameters and they will actually run the trials. Typically, at Medela Springs, we utilize clinical trials prior to launching a product because we want to validate the safety, efficacy, and tolerability of that product. The functional trial uh, is most uh, typically run through uh, the supervision of a physician or a pharmacist. And we utilize functional trials, typically post-launch, and we do that to identify maybe the use of that product in a specific need, or maybe a head-to-head versus a competitor, or maybe looking at the efficacy in a specific patient population. That's part of our investment in in the quality of of what we do uh, at Medela Springs. And and, I'd be remiss not to talk a little bit about the quality of, of who we are as a company, because it's really the cornerstone of everything that we do. You know, we work very closely with community pharmacists across the country, and these are men and women of science. So you can have the greatest marketing plan in the world, but if there's not science backing these products, they're not going to get behind them and, and nor should they really. Um, so that really feeds what we call the Medella difference and the clinical trials and the functional trials fit into this. But for us, it really starts with formulation of the product where we work alongside physicians and PhDs, and pharmacists to actually formulate products that address the root cause of whatever the the issue may be and not treating symptoms, which is all too commonplace in healthcare. Once we have that formulation, then we go into the human uh, trial aspect that we talked about, typically clinical, sometimes functional. And then from there, we go into our manufacturing piece, which all of our products are manufactured in the United States in FDA-registered facilities uh, that, that follow CGMP guidelines, and Ingredient selection, we try to identify the uh, most reputable manufacturers with the highest quality ingredients, and then we do pre- and post-manufacturing analysis. Um, I shouldn't say we. We have a third party that does pre- and post-manufacturing analysis, making sure that the ingredients are what they are supposed to be prior to manufacture, and then post-manufacture that the finished good is, in fact, um, what it is supposed to be and matches uh, the label. And we do this to really drive content uniformity. What I mean by content uniformity is that if you purchase a Medela Springs product today, or you purchase one three years from now, that product is identical. And you couldn't tell the difference between the two. Uh, and then we take that quality step one um, one rung further and, and really um, to the consumer level. And we stand behind everything that we do from a consumer standpoint. So if a consumer is unhappy for whatever reason, uh, they'll get 100% money back. Uh, they just return the product from where they purchased it. Because we believe if we're gonna preach quality, then we need to stand behind it. I kind of wanted to follow up one thing that, that Mike said. He said he dealt with
2: men and women of science. And, and that's what pharmacists are. We're, 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 we're basically scientists. Um, so this is where medicine kind of distanced itself a lot uh, from the, the, the supplement and the herbal and the health food industries, because there's not a lot of science behind it. And the science that is out there, it's kind of deceiving because the, you know, maybe a company will say they do they do um they have some maybe evidence or they do clinical testing, but that could be on just theory on one of the products, and that's what it's kind of it's I hate to say it's a smoke and mirrors type thing where. You think you're buying uh, a good product? You don't know. You're at the mercy of the manufacturer. Um, what then? As opposed to a pharmaceutical, pharmaceuticals are under strict, strict um, oversight of the FDA. There's there's a there's a clinical trial process with this this IRB or internal uh, review board um, that is independent. It's basically it's an independent uh, entity that observes your clinical trials. And uh, well, you go ahead.
1: Well, uh, yeah, and, I, and 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 this is, I guess, kind of the key to the next step. Um, I mean, first of all, I've been in the business for 45 years, and um, and I, I've never run across a, a background story as a, as persuasive as as the one you guys are telling. Um, you know, as a as a consumer, I'm consistently hit with the issue of you know, what the lack of credibility and the quality of the contents in the, you know, in the vitamins and supplements that are offered for sale in, you know, in the typical, uh, in the typical drugstore. And, you know, my wife happens to be on a regimen that has her, you know, replacing a, a statin drug with a combination of of uh, supplements that is working very well for her that we do source through a well-trusted pharmacist. And, and, and I guess, Dennis, to, to swing back to you after that background, you sell a lot of these things um, and tell us two or three of the things that you do that helps make that possible, assuming that the critical ingredient is that you're comfortable that they are quality items then what's the next step? What do you have to do to succeed in this business?
2: Okay, that's uh, I appreciate that. Um, So uh, you you made a a statement saying that I sell these, which that's what retail community pharmacists do, is they sell over-the-counter products, whether it's health and beauty or whether it's dietary supplements. What we do at Flower Mountain Pharmacy is that we actually use them. We use them as therapeutic agents or uses as, as treating entities, just like a prescription. Um, in fact, some of the model that we have is that we have some of the physicians we we work very closely with, and this is the first thing that we do is we collaborate and we establish partnership with partnerships with physicians, some to the extent to where they will actually add the dietary supplement to their electronic health records or EMR system, and it just comes over as a prescription. Um, that way, there's there's a uh, there's managing, monitoring, follow-up, everything that that a physician and a pharmacist should do to make sure whatever they recommend or whatever they dispense works. And that's kind of a concept that's it's a it's kind of emerging with pharmacy is that in, in traditionally pharma, pharmacy has been mainly just dispensing. Making sure that it was based on the right. We, we don't have to worry about the the quality of the product because it's under the scrutiny of the FDA. But we dispense it. Um, there's a lot of regulation that, that that we have to adhere to. A lot of rules and laws. But we now we're getting into the the almost the the, the management of of the patient. Making sure that these things work, whether they're prescriptions, compounds, or therapeutic supplements. So this that's the difference between selling and actually using them. Um, some of the things that that I'd mentioned to, to start off with is is establishing yourself with the the medical community, collaborating with the with the physicians and the other uh, providers. and position yourself as the resource for dietary supplements. because pharmacists have, we have the training. We have the pharmacology, the pharmaceutics, we have the the background, anatomy and physiology if you look at the dietary supplements being therapeutic agents they do have an effect and we can measure that um you know everybody carries the herbal supplements but they 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 basically they retail them um there's a different mindset if you actually use them if you actually interview the patient if you actually measure their cholesterol you'd mention your wife uh, maybe it takes a dietary supplement for for uh, cholesterol. you measure that you you uh communicate that with the physician then, as opposed to just retailing the supplement, it becomes more of a part of the patient's treatment plan, and so everybody's involved the patient, the pharmacist, and the physician, just like a prescription would be
1: and Wow course, that
2: yeah, but one more thing, Bruce sure, um, go ahead, getting the word out um and I've always considered. My pharmacy more of a destination, um, and, and a good analogy was brought to me. Look at McDonald's. McDonald's is more of a uh, convenience, where Chick Fil A is a destination. Um, you seek out Chick Fil A's, and um, and so that's what independent pharmacies, including mine, I, I like to consider ourselves as destinations. So, in order to achieve that that um, status, you have to go out and tell people about yourself. And so, I do a lot of community presentations. I do a lot of in services to other nurses and physicians and other pharmacists. So, kind of market that way. So, it's a little bit different than just retailing, like the chains do.
1: Well, and and like I say, you've you've built this up over years with relationships in the community. I guess for the average listener to to the podcast show, you know, what would be one or two of the first preliminary steps that you would suggest to them? Uh, Obviously, it takes guts, moxie confidence to go out and do this. And I've got to believe that you're going to have a lot of physicians who are going to be resistive. So what you know what what what's one or two of the the first steps you would suggest somebody takes who sees what you're doing and wants to become like you?
2: Well, I, uh, Bruce, I think the first step again, as I mentioned, is establishing that relationship with the the prescribers or the providers. Um, maybe you don't establish yourself immediately as a resource for supplements, but you definitely start as, the, as a resource for pharmacy information, whether it be availability of a, of a drug, insurance coverage, whatever it is, uh, laws, rules, then you're the go-to guy or gal that, that they call whenever they have a question. If pharmacy pops up in their mind, they call you. Then you transition into that, well, now you're the resource of the dietary supplements. Because everybody takes everybody takes supplements. In fact, it's it's interesting. They'd rather buy a supplement than pay a, have a copay and pay and and, and pay for a medication a, a drug. Um, and it's it, it's kind of the mindset of the public thinking that well, if I can do anything else but take a medication for different reasons, maybe they think it's addictive. Maybe they think it's, you know it's going to be habit forming or. It's gonna you know alter their 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 natural body, you know, in, in essence, people don't like to take drugs. I hate to say that, but as a pharmacist, you know, I see that. Yeah. So then compliance is really big. So I think starting maybe one or two things, starting with the physician and then I, and and establish that relationship. And the second thing is identifying a good manufacturer. And I mentioned the mentor that helped me. Um Identify these these brand names, because um, there are anybody can make a dietary supplement. Anybody can, but not not everybody does the the clinical the actual clinical trials. And so that's what you look for first. Or the companies that do the research do the by the quality ingredients. Um, they may be a little bit more expensive. They're called practitioner baselines, but then you know it's fish oil is a good example. Um, everybody sells fish oil, but not all of them work. In fact, some of them can be almost harmful to you. So, yeah, yeah. You, you establish that that image as you are the trusted source for physicians and then the public.
1: Uh, and uh, uh, Mike, it sounds like this segue here, so uh, tell us a little bit more about the product line of Medella Springs. Uh, you're not a full-line uh, traditional supplement provider. You're kind of a, a specialist niche provider. Wh- what have you got? Uh, tell us a little bit about your product line.
0: So Medella Springs plays in three product categories, CNS or central nervous system, digestive wellness, and what we deem personal protection. And in our uh, CNS category, uh, we have a couple products for sleep, Noctoplex and Octoplex for kids. We have a brain health product called Luciplex. Uh, we have a stress and anxiety product that will be launching on March 15th uh, called Calm Posure. And right now we're in clinical trials on a pediatric behavioral product that we're pretty excited about. In the digestive wellness category, we have a portfolio of custom probiotic and prebiotics that were formulated specifically for each member of the family. And in our personal protection category, we have an all-natural insect and mosquito repellent, uh, as well as a, a, a after sun serum that will be here launching here in late spring.
1: An after sun serum that doesn't mean anything to me. Tell me what that is.
0: Well, if you've been out and you've been exposed to a great deal of sun, maybe you get the sunburn. Uh, the serum actually goes on. And uh, we will ha- actually take the sting away and actually help the healing process uh reduce blistering as well.
1: Uh wow. Uh so you're not in the classic uh alphabet vitamin business, right?
0: We're not. That's that's not who we are, and that's not who we
1: uh we want to be. <laughs> um no, understand. Uh Dennis, did you have something you wanted yeah, to say? There? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, Mike brought a good point up as far as um. Um, th- these different manufacturers, what they try to do is they try to provide you with a full line and they, and they want you to carry all their products and, and they may do something, you know, something specifically well in a category, but they make everything else. Um, so what I, what I did is I cherry picked the best of what, uh, that manufacturer had to offer. Uh, and a good analogy is you go to a restaurant. And you ask what they're proud of, what their best meal is, and then, then that's what you focus in on for that restaurant. Um, you have the specialty type manufacturers like Medela that do the, the you know, they, they don't try to do everything, uh, but they what they do, they do very well. So uh, if you walk into a health food store, you, you kind of get overwhelmed because there's multiple lines and there are duplications. Um, that's, what's neat about being a, owning a pharmacy that, that specializes in the dietary supplements is that you can pick and choose, you know, the name brands that, that the best of each one, instead of carrying the whole line. Now you have, you have a basic line, uh, which I do. Uh, and then you have, you might have some duplication, but then it's almost like a hybrid between stocking the inventory back behind the shelf with prescription medications and then you get to choose on what you choose uh, what you stock over the counter for the therapeutic supplements.
1: Well, and, and you know, and back to the product line. Um, you know, I got introduced to this at the uh, NCPA meeting in October, and uh, was fortunate enough to get some samples of Noctoplex. And what I liked about it was that the first night I took it, I knew it worked. I mean, it wasn't one of those things like where. CoQ10 or whatever, where you take it and you have no, you don't feel any better. You don't, you know, you don't know what's happening. So, and and then what I've heard about composure is remarkable. What, uh, how quickly that uh, takes effect and 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 Dennis, I'm I'm told you had a personal experience with a staff member. Can you share with us a well, little bit about that? Or is that too two No, 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 no.
2: I'll be happy to. Yeah, yeah. In fact, there were two of my staff members that actually. Um, when it was dropped off and, and actually, uh, one of the, um, uh, the, the, the salesman from Medela was here in my pharmacy and, and gave me samples and, and, um, two separate times, actually two separate people and same results. They actually came into my office and while we were talking and said, I don't know what that is, but you know, it, it definitely took the edge off. I've got one more anecdote. And that's the thing about evidence. You get one person, two people is anecdotal. You get, you know, half a dozen people. Um, it becomes a little more structured, a little more empirical. Um, so the evidence becomes stronger and stronger the more people you have. And, and a clinical study is the same thing, but it's under a under a strict review. But I've got at least one patient that. Um, we're waiting for. I gave samples of composure before this the launch. The launch is actually going to be, I believe, the end of this month. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but I think it's the end of this month. But he had samples and it's worked so well. Um, he was on several uh, prescription medications for anxiety, uh, tension, things like that, and he's come off of those. And you know, he comes his here. His wife comes in every week, saying, "Is a, is a, is the launch there yet?" Because now, that's pretty compelling. Yeah. That's, that's compelling enough for a physician to start prescribing or recommending it right away. Hello,
0: Pharmacy Crossroads listeners. If you'd like a one-page summary of Dennis Song's key takeaways
1: and a one-page product summary of Medela Springs products, send an email to bruce at bfneilan@gmail.com at gmail.com with the word supplements in the subject line. Bruce will send them off to you and no salesman will call. Again, that email is bfneilan@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Now back to our program and Mike back up and tell us a little bit about composure again, what's it indicated for and what's it got?
0: Yeah. So composure is actually a a product that we're bringing to market for situational stress. And um, there's a lot of products out there that, that that claim calming uh, effects or uh, stress reduction. Um, But it's really situational stress that we're targeting. Um, So you've got a job interview, you've got, um, you know, so a stressful presentation you have to give um, those moments in life that we all have or just one of those days, right, where everything seems to be crumbling down on you. Um, and this is the great product you can pull and and take and you're going to feel results in you know 20 to 30 minutes. In fact, we've done some consumer research on this. Uh, there's over 300 patients that went through the, uh, the functional trial on this product and 82% felt results within 20 to 30 minutes. That's highly unusual for a product like this. So um, going back to the Noctoplex example you gave Bruce, it's a lot easier to, to sell a product when people can feel it and they have that immediate response to it. But um, the composure is, is really, it's, it's, a, it's a collection of amino acids and vitamins and, and other ingredients that work together synergistically to block stress hormones. And that's why it works so quickly. And you know, to to Dennis's uh, example there, where he has people coming in asking for it who had been exposed to some of the samples. In the clinical trial, there were uh, 40 participants. We had two other functional trials we did behind it that collectively probably had 400 to 450. We are getting emails daily from people asking when is this in the marketplace because I was part of the trial and I need this, uh, you know, in my everyday life, which is which is really really encouraging. And it, it goes back to what we're trying to do here. You know, like you mentioned, Bruce, we're not in the letter vitamin game. We're not into having 50 or 60 products out there. We're really trying to be very specialized in what we do and how we go about it in areas where we can provide a higher quality product than what's out there today, uh, a better experience for, uh, for that patient. So we do a lot of consumer research, but most of the time this feedback comes from pharmacists. As we talk with them, we stay connected and understand. Okay, what are the white space categories out there, or what are those um, product or categories that that really need improvement? And uh, a lot of ideas and suggestions come back up through our, our network of pharmacists, and that's really what fuels our our pipeline.
1: Can you make a a generalized statement about the business case? Uh, what what's this stuff going to cost? What's the margin? What what are the retail prices really look like? How uh, how how much is this going to hit a consumer in the pocketbook?
0: Yeah, so um, our portfolio ranges anywhere from on the low end, our insect repellent, uh, you know, 4 dollars for the smallest size, uh, up to Luciplex is our most expensive um, MSRP at $39.99. Uh, the Noctiplex is $24.99. Composure is $17.99. Um, again, a, a key piece to who we are as a company, we wanted to bring high-quality natural products to consumers, without disenfranchising many of them through price. And that's what happens all too often when we talk about natural products. So that was important to us. So we tried to land in a price point that most consumers would be able to afford on a a monthly basis. Uh, On the wholesale side of things, uh, our portfolio ranges for pharmacy partners, they're going to make between 40 and 50% margin. But beyond just that, we also uh, provide a litany of of marketing and promotional tools and resources for them as well to help facilitate movement at the pharmacy shelf. So displays, signage, bag tags, shelf talkers, uh, even education for um, uh, consumers and and their staff. Um, Bruce, you know better than anybody, if you just bring a product in and throw it on the (laughs) shelf, you may move one bottle a week, if you're lucky, maybe one every two weeks. But if you're actively promoting it, and in displays, and you've got signage, and and there's a reason that you're capturing people's attention, you can move 5, 6x what you would otherwise. And we want to help facilitate that and move things forward and provide the tools and resources to our pharmacy partners to make that happen.
1: Well, back to you, Dennis. Uh, I don't know that you'll remember telling me one of the techniques that you use to get consumers to buy, but when, when somebody walks into your store and you see that they're curious, what's that internal store process look like in terms of the consult and the handoff?
2: Well, yeah, Bruce, you kind of alluded alluded to the consultation. So we have formal consultations, they're scheduled, we charge for them, um, and we we kind of basically take history of the patient, we do an assessment, and then we make recommendations. whether supplements, whether compounds, it could be even prescriptions. We work with. Now we've kind of expanded that to where now we get referrals from physicians. Um, you know, we used to call them brown bags, or medication reviews, or medication checkups, and I've included expanded that to um, medication and supplement reviews. So just like you get a, a checkup, a physical checkup every year, you know, our patients get a get medication and supplement checkup every year. Um, we do that because pharmacists don't really do that on a regular basis. We do kind of transactional checking. Um, the big thing that we do is when somebody walks in the store is that we have somebody out there just greeting them. Um, if if it's something that in these therapeutic supplements that we carry, there, there may be a little bit more than what a health food store or a, a sprouts or maybe a Walmart may carry. And, and to the public, they don't know the difference. They think that a supplement's a supplement. Yeah. So just greeting them out there and just saying, hey, you know, hey, how are you doing today? You know, you know, you know, what what can we do for you? Just interacting. That's the first step. Uh, the second and that along with the we get a lot of referrals, a lot. And referrals come from not just physicians, uh and clinics they come from other pharmacists that work in a retail chain setting they come from health food stores they come from uh just friends family everybody so that's that makes it a lot easier when they're walking in the door just and you know just they they they're wanting to solve a problem um and and sometimes they come in they'll bring their bag of supplements uh in that they bought everywhere else and so we started a program we have a we give out recycle bags. And we ask them, uh, there's a 10% discount every time they bring the bag in and then when they can they can bring their empty bottles in from other places we recycle them. And then theoretically, we, we, we replace them with our with our product with our recommendations. The big thing we do is we make sure they work, we do an outcomes based approach. You know, don't. And I will tell people: you, know, you take this for two, or three months. If it doesn't work, then don't we'll take it. Uh, but you got to have a way to measure that. You got to have a way to, to measure it, collect it, and then document it.
1: Well, a, a, a good grief, Dennis! I I don't think you have a clue how unique you are. Um, <laughs> the breadth of what you have just shared there is amazing, and and I love the notion that. Um, you know, I don't know whether you do this formally or just built the reputation, but to to realize that pharmacists working at chain drugstores could refer a patient to you for some ailment that they're dealing with—that um, yeah, I, 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 it boggles my mind—and and I'm sure it's happened. Um, but you you are just remarkable. So thank you, Bruce. Hey guys, we're we're running out of time here, and and Mike, I'm going to go back to you. Um, let's assume that somebody listening to this is interested and wants to buy a Medela Springs product. Uh, how do they do that?
0: Well, let's hope that's the case, Bruce. Um yeah. they can uh, learn more about the company or the products at MedelaSprings.com, or they can contact us directly. Uh, our email is sales at sales@MedelaSprings.com, or you can give us a call as well five one three 486 3353
1: say that number again
0: 513
1: 486 3353 um and uh they can buy direct on the website and they they're evidently you're stocked in at least a few McKesson houses that's correct yes great Uh, Anything either of you wants to add real quick as we get ready to sign off? This has been extremely enjoyable for me. So, Dennis, any last thoughts? And then Mike, to you. Yeah,
2: thanks, Bruce. The the one thing I'd like to kind of emphasize is that we need to be more of a prevention-based mindset. Even though we claim we're prevention-based, we're not. Uh, We're more reactive. Uh, medicine's reactive. Um, You know, how many people do you know that go to to get a physical every year? You know, I'd be happy if it was 50%, but it's more like maybe 10%. So prevention starts with you, starts with good nutrition, exercise, you know, making sure you have enough antioxidants and and treating and not just going to medications first. Um, There's a lot of things that we can do to prevent that. And it sounds kind of weird, but I'm one of the pharmacists that that I, that's one of my last tools is, is dispensing a prescription.
1: Interesting. Mike? Well, Bruce, thanks for the opportunity to, uh,
0: to chat today. Uh, you know, I'll just kind of close by saying we've made a strategic decision at Medela Springs to make the community pharmacy channel a, a top priority and really help these men and women leverage their position Uh, in the marketplace is the most trusted healthcare provider in our society. You know, a lot of people think it's doctors or it's nurses. It's not, it's it's pharmacists. And uh, we really want to continue to bolster that relationship with our pharmacy partners and provide tools and resources uh, to help them increase their store traffic and and their overall profitability. And in an environment where one third of supplements uh, don't even contain the active that it says on the label, um, we at Medela Springs want to be that trusted supplier for uh, for the pharmacy channel, so uh, but I really appreciate the opportunity to be with you here today and, and for us to share our story. We appreciate it.
1: Well, it's a remarkable story, and thanks and and Dennis, thanks to you for being my friend. Um, um, you you you've been an inspiration to me for many years now. Thank you, Bruce. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, friends and neighbors, that comes to the end of this episode of Pharmacy Crossroads. Thanks for listening. And as always, I hope something that has been shared with you today will help you do more and be better. Good day. Thanks for listening to Pharmacy Crossroads. If you're interested in talking with Bruce, please
0: contact the show. Visit PharmacyCrossroads.com. We look forward to hearing from you.